Outcast Island presents the 3 and D podcast. What's up, everybody? We're back here with another episode of the 3 and D podcast with your usual hosts. And today we got a nice little shout out to <laughs> our boy um, Evan B. Goes by. It's produced by Six Side, I guess. Check him out on Twitter. He's the one who's been making uh, our intro beat, I guess, over the last episode or two. Um, really like it. Check him out on Twitter. Thanks again, Evan. Yeet. Yeah. Show him some love. <laughs> ah, man. We got a lot going on this week. I mean, All-Star Weekend. We originally thought there wasn't anything, and then we listed off yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because our main sport, basketball, has been... And it's... Well, I mean, every sport really on the downslope. Yeah, yeah, every but, sport's kind of like on a bye week right now. Yeah, but there's Except not much. Hockey, nobody watches that. Yeah, facts. Um, also, weekend was just utterly disappointing, like always. You hate it. I like it. It's so it. bad. I mean, it's exciting for me when I put $50 on Stephen Curry to win a three-point contest. And, and then Joe Harris shot. wins. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool, though. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, like, that's like a name that not a lot of people know, and then he ended up winning the three-point contest. That's cool to me. Yeah. It's played out. He's a Cavaliers legend. It's played out like rappers saying, Shaq at the free throw, I'm going to catch me a brick. Never heard Stuff that like one. that. You never heard that one? All the time. Yeah, thank you. Dude, <laughs> Tracy McGrady shout-outs. Mike was just talking Dude, about that facts. earlier. No other basketball player has been shouted out more than Tracy McGrady. Don't ask me why. Don't know. It's facts. Though. I bought like Tracy McGrady. See, that's just one. Totally you could just like look up so many and I bet you could find like a decent amount. Can we just talk about that for an hour? Yeah, give me a second. Yeah. Nope. Move Con- on. Move continue, on. Move continue, on. Continue, continue. We'll come back. Oh my god. He says give me a second. Like like we're supposed to wait for him while he types no, in. You don't, I don't want amounts, you to wait. Amount of time with one finger too. <laughs> Tracy McGrady has been shouted out. We wait for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I guarantee that's the Google search right now too. No, it's... <laughs> Tracy McGrady rap lyrics. Yeah, here we go. But anyway, yeah, uh, I can't stay in All Star Weekend. I think it's just played out. The dunks are all the same. I mean, this year's dunk contest <laughs> was terrible. Yeah, I don't like the dunk contests anymore. But like, I still like to watch. Like, I'm always excited to see like what happened. Like that play with Stefan and Giannis in the All Star games, and be like, that's gonna be a highlight that you're gonna see for years. Yeah, and then you look at it, and it's like, oh, it's a breakaway. And I mean, it's fun. All right, I guess. Remember for years only when it's All-Star Weekend. I don't know, man. I Barely. Like Paul George's dunk was update, pretty nice. Update. I have 42 McGrady references. I'm telling you, bro. The most shouted out basketball player of all time in How rap. many of those artists are actually relevant? <laughs> Probably like eight, but still the most <laughs> shouted out. There's a couple. But anyway. The dunk contest is stale. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think any of the good dunkers actually want to do it. I think the skills contest is kind of like the best. I like, the skill. I, was I like really this skills year because that's the only one I like. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, no, I, I mean I wouldn't have expected Tatum to win it at all. No, but the like players have no incentive to play at all. Like yeah. even the Rising Stars Challenge is just stupid now. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't care either. Yeah, it's like it's pretty like I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because how it's like world versus U.S. But it's like I don't think like every year we're gonna have that many world players. Like, there's obviously gonna be so many more U.S. like rising. Stars. Now, now I do because like the sense how we talked about like last week how basketball has really become a global game. So I think we're you're gonna have more and more. I know, but like Europeans. if you look at the roster, there was like three or four players who I had never even heard of on the European team or U.S. world like, team. Like 
Yeah, when you get deep, deep into the <laughs> roster. I mean, they only have like 12 people on the team. Yeah, but like, I you knew like 10 of them, at least. I don't know. There's a couple people that I was like, who? Nah, I, I, I knew most of them. But mm-hmm. even the Nets guy, Krukos, whatever his name is. <laughs> you don't even know who it is. Yeah, Hans. I played 2K with him before. What do you mean? Facts. I got him my first my team pack. He's like 67 he overall. I started my net season. He had him starting power forward. I did. I thought he was a shooting guard. So that he's, like, he's, like, he's like a small forward, but I ran small ball. Oh great! How'd that work? <laughs> Pretty good actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, last night there was a huge game in the coll- collegiate basketball world. Duke versus UNC. Yeah, this made me annoyed. Favorite college UNC. <laughs> I thought Duke was gonna blow him out, and then I see that Zion got hurt. I knew he was gonna get blown out. Yeah, facts. That's like, what I was saying. Like Chris like, was saying, Duke should easily won. I'm like, oh, nah, one, we're too experienced. Number one, number one, so. it's a rivalry game. Every, teams yeah. play differently. Yeah, but UNC ended up winning and by number what, seventeen points. And number two, UNC and That's number two, UNC is competitive. It's not like they are like like Syracuse. They're the set. Like, we're the eighteen. We're ten and two in top twenty-five play. Five losses. Yeah. And in those in 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 losses, Cam Johnson was out. Like our, a lot of our big players have been hurt to start the year off. I don't know, man. I just think that Duke's very good. And I mean, they've been they destroyed, uh, not destroyed, but they beat up Virginia pretty bad. And I don't think Virginia's that good. We almost or, beat Virginia. Were they like number four? Yeah, but almost you lost. Yeah, but still, we we had it, and then we just let it go. I think we're a better team than Virginia. Hey, man, record doesn't show it. What, what do you mean? UNC's not very good. We are. How much college basketball have you watched? Decent amount, but they have five losses. That's all I need to know. <laughs> nah, you haven't watched <laughs> it. They've been hurt. We've had a lot of injuries already. I don't know. I think if Zion and we just beat, we just beat a Zionless Duke who still has two of the top three recruits. They just. I think they did really 17. bad. Um, like I think Coach K did a really bad job of game planning with Zion being out. Like, you shouldn't have had Kim and. RJ take like twenty five shots a piece while everybody else. Do you think it brought like the team three. spirit down too? I feel like he's obviously the main show, and so obviously I think most of the crowd was probably there for the rivalry and for Zion. Like I, I bet you if Zion wasn't on that team, then Blake Griffin, Obama, and all those players probably wouldn't even be there. Yeah, but still, there's still there's still the best still, rivalry. In yeah, sports. there's still I know. always I'm just saying great. like like you know what I'm trying to say like, I don't obviously usually a lot of good pl- people go to that. I think it just though. took the like the air out but of obviously sale. Zion, obviously Zion is a huge. Yeah, it's like a circus. I, know, I feel like um, come. I definitely think it like hurt, like hurt the team's morale. Yeah, I think the team kind of expected him to come back, and then when he got out, they kind of were already down by too much to really. The team just has way too much talent. Like no, I agree. Like you're Duke. Even Trey, even Trey Jones is a top ten recruit. He yeah, he's pretty good. Three top ten recruit. He looked like shit last night. Yeah. But <clears throat> just I think dominated. it. I think it proved that UNC's one of the top five teams in the nation, in my opinion. Just be, just because how experienced we are. Luke May took it to RJ Barrett who could not hold his yeah hold him down low. He's just too little. He's just a baby down low on Luke May. Yeah, and Luke May's not even like strong they, like they that. They had like uh there was like thirty six points in the paint in the first half or something like that. They Duke's, just, they were just eating him in the Duke's paint. Duke's fault is Duke's downfall and you can't have this in college is they cannot shoot the three. Yeah. Not even remotely. Yeah, because like, Cam Reddish is the only one that can shoot. And if he's not shooting well, then you take him out of the game. That you, they're just and like a good three-point shooting team like UNC is just gonna run, just run on you, just run. I I think, I mean, this is like Zion's obviously the main 
like focal point of that offense and he's like runs like point like center almost like he's a rim yeah. protector runs the ball it's yeah it's just really like killed the, like it made no sense to me because i think like you i think you said before like duke should have still competed in that game even if they didn't have zion if you have two of like the top four recruits or whatever then that's what i mean three it makes of the no top sense ten. that you get like actually dismantled like that they what they lose by at the end like 17 um yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had it at, like, 9 at one point, and I was like, oh, this has a chance, because they were going on, like, a run right after Zion got hurt, and then halftime hit, and it was just nothing. No, they just, like I said, UNC is too experienced. You got Luke May, who's a senior, Cam um, Cam Johnson, who's a, a junior. These got, we just got way too much experience. We got good, Kobe White's a freshman, and he looks like one of the better freshmen. He played bad yesterday, though. Yeah, this is one of his first bad games. He had 39 the other night against Miami, Jeez. I think. Um... We're deep. We we have the sixth-ranked recruit, and he plays off the bench, Nasir Little. He's really he's good, too. I mean, his stock has gone down, but just because UNC... The reason why I think UNC doesn't get, like, the top top recruits is because Roy, Roy Williams doesn't play the freshman right out the gates. Like, he makes you, have, like, like, prove... I don't know what uh, Villanova does. Yeah, like, he makes you have to, like, prove your worth, yeah. and then, like, he'll start you. Unless you get someone like Zion, it's like obviously. He's yeah. Like, no, I got it. Yeah, but it's just. I mean, even like someone like this year. I like them more, but I mean, it kind of changes their plans because I'm sure they were like, oh, I'm going to be a one and done. I'm going to go to the pros right away. And then they come off the bench and they're like, oh, I really can't now. And it's like. Yeah, well, yeah. But that's why, like, I love our yeah, program no, because we, like we groom too. players from their freshman to sophomore to into stars, collegiate stars, <laughs> to their junior and senior years. Like, we're not. I wouldn't call it. We used to be like a staple of putting out superstars, like with all the way from like Jordan Worthy, yeah. Vince Carter, Rasheed Wallace. But now it's like we're kind of more in the, like I said, grooming players into becoming great seniors and going on these nice runs like the Marcus Page-led um, Carolina team, Gosh. Joel Berry when we won. And like you see like Luke May go from a sophomore hitting game winners to being the guy. Being the guy now, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, like I don't have I, – I love the UNC because I, I can see these guys play for more than one year. And yeah. that's not like a shot at people. I just – not always, oh, who's this new guy that's coming in? I just like seeing players yeah. be groomed. Yeah, true. But um, I kind of transitioned into what the NBA just did. Yeah. Um, changing the uh, – they're going to try to change the rule from – being I guess 19 to 18 does that mean you can come out of high school or does that mean yeah uh, th- my only problem with this is like how, how many times are we going to switch this up like mm-hmm. yeah I agree you can't just be it went from like in now. the 80s you had to go to college 90s till 94 95 it's like oh you can come out of high school <laughs> well not even in the 80s actually Moses Malone came, came straight out of high school so it was more like like almost like seeing Sasquatch coming, like was like coming out of high school, like it just didn't happen unless yeah. you were like a unicorn. But like, then in '95 when Kevin Garnett came out, he was very good. Right yeah, now. straight away, like like he was ready for the league. You got a lot of people that started coming out of high school after that. LeBron, Kobe. Yeah. Um, Luke, I would argue. I would argue Kobe wasn't even ready for the NBA. Yeah, he had he had a rough couple yeah. first. Like yeah. Um. Jermaine O'Neal all yeah. the way to J.R. Smith and then you get like players that come out of college um, high school and probably shouldn't come out of high school straight away like I think Sebastian isn't, wasn't Sebastian um, 
Telfair yeah. straight out of high school? Or did he go I to college? So. I think it sounds right. Like, I think he was, yeah. I th- I'm going to look it up real quick, but he was like a top recruit if he went to college. Te- college, and I think he came straight out of high school and was never like the same after that. And he was um, like McDonald's All-American and stuff. And yeah, that's, he was just like, that's what great. I'm interested in, though, because like I think we were talking about this either last week or the week before where... Like, we were okay with you coming out of high school, but, like, didn't we say that we think that you need... I think we were talking about this, the NFL, where you just need to be, like, a higher recruit or you need to, like, be averaging certain stats to actually come into the NBA because I feel like a lot of people are going to enter the NBA draft and they're going to screw themselves because they're not going to be drafted or they're not going to be drafted high enough and they're going to end up being, like... They're going to end up losing out on all their education they could have had if they, like, even went for a year or two and they're going to miss out on all their... um, like all the money they're going to get for going to the school like if they just try to enter the NBA draft then they're going to be like kind of going to screw themselves yeah. so my thing is is like we've been going back and forth on this rule and we this rule and we just can't seem to come to the right conclusion on what it should be but I get the sense of like there's certain players we know don't have to go to high school I mean college like Zion was ready. Mm-hmm. Like we all knew Zion was ready. He was a man playing high school, yeah. high school ball. Like we knew he was ready. Like players like Donovan Mitchell, who really grew by playing in the in college and becoming a professional. Yeah. In the col- in the collegiate, uh, just in the NCAA, going deep into the tournament yeah. a couple of times. And learning from one of the better coaches and and just basketball in general was really a, like a great experience for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and turned him, I think, into the player he is today. Without that experience, I don't think Donovan Mitchell would be a, a borderline superstar. Like he's a franchise player. Yeah. Like I don't know if he would be that same player. Like you understand? Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some you need to have some system where you can either come out of high school straight away and you're ready for the league, or you need to stay like two years. Yeah, or you need to stay two years or something like that. At least get, because you see some of these guys just call, coming out and they're just so raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like um, Josh Jackson. Josh I don't Jackson, think he was ready when we were talking about uh, Anthony Simons or yeah, Simmons, whatever. coming out of the IH, yeah, IGH yeah, Academy or whatever. He's just so young. Like yeah, he's and it's like it just makes no sense. Like I remember yeah. like some people were like, oh, he could end up being a, like a sleeper in the draft, and like he's like not even really playing right now. No, nah. like, he could end up being something, but like. I think if he stays in college, college, if he goes to college year. and really showcases his skill, but, uh, his skill set, I think um, he ends up becoming like a lottery pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I get, I, I can't say, I can't tell these guys what to do, these men, yeah, because I'm not in the situation that they are, that they're in. I mean, yeah. it could be like about like like money. life or death for yeah. them. Yeah. Money, yeah, like like their family might need the money. Yeah, but. At the same time, it's it like... It stunts their growth. Like, yeah. if they don't, like... If they go straight to the NBA from, like, college after one year or something like that, like, they're not going to get playing time. Some of the, like, yeah, the so younger yeah, ones, some like, yeah, the old, exactly. they're not going to get a lot of playing time, so it's going to stunt their growth. Exa- if they just stay in college for, like, an extra year or so, they have more time to develop mm-hmm. their game, and it just it just definitely helps out a lot like more. Like, in the case of, like, Anthony Simons, like, we're just on him, so I figured we'd just talk about him a little bit. If he went to college for... If he went from the academy to college mm-hmm. and showcased his skills, like we're saying... He could have ended up being like a top eight pick yeah. and getting more money in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like somewhere lost is that like leadership and intelligence to tell him to like 
if you get your head like not head straight, I, I'm sure he's headstrong and everything. But if you take this time and go to college just to play and showcase your skills on a grand grandier yeah. level, you're gonna go. You're gonna get more money. Yeah, but there's also like, like the other side of it, like, which is you could end up going to college not being that type of player you and are. You and can end up getting hurt. You can yeah. like I know like the same thing happened with uh, Ivan Rab a couple years ago. Yeah. He was supposed to be like yeah. a top five pick, and oh. then he stayed an extra year, and. I completely forgot about him yeah. for the, like that year, like because he just fell off, and it's like mm-hmm. you really need to. It's like a really big risk. You need to judge your draft class. That's what you have to yeah. do. Because if 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 you know a, a top tier, if you're a point guard and you're gonna go top ten, then I'd probably take that that risk. opportunity and go top 10 in, yeah. in this point if you have a better point guard class coming up because that yeah. might drop you out of the lottery we saw this like with um, Grayson Allen too yeah. like he ended up he stayed four years right yeah, yep. he graduated which you know what I think I really like when people graduate just because mm-hmm. it's like you get your degree because it's like if you have something to fall back on yeah. you have a degree from Duke like, that's like you huge. see like John Wall going back to school yeah. now yeah, to get I mean, his degree <laughs> he has nothing else to do yeah, I know, but two so major it's, just, it's just weird <laughs> but like I really like that but at the same time I remember people were talking about Grayson Allen like a top 10 pick and then in the year before yeah, the junior year yeah. and then he just kept doing like hard headed things like tripping, tripping people. people like getting into like little skirmishes and it's like that yeah, like just kind of put a sour taste in people's mouth and then he started playing a little bit worse and then mm-hmm. they had to switch him to like point guard and stuff like that yeah. like, he took on a role last year that he wasn't really yeah because so he was really good off ball when yeah. uh, Tyus Jones was there exactly that one year when he came on in like March Madness mm-hmm. and yeah. I think he guys won the, ch- the yeah, uh, yeah Natty that year yeah, yeah yeah and even the year after that too him like playing off ball was really yeah. He was really good at that. Um, with all this Zion like injury stuff, and like you seen all NBA players come out and talk like boogies, like I want to play another game. Isaiah Thomas once thinks that um, collegiate players should be paid, even though they're amateurs. Yeah. Um, there's just so much coming off. This one injury, and I've I don't, I've never seen like yeah like I anything kind of like it. I think the rule was a hundred percent made because he got hurt yesterday. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Like yeah. it's no, it's not ironic that like he gets hurt the next day. They say, hey, we need to switch this rule. Like it's because he's it's because people see that he's a generational type talent, exactly. and mm-hmm. generational type. Like he's the Bo like he's the Bo Jackson of our era, I believe. Yeah. Like. We're, in a couple of years, like people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, yeah, Zion's shoe exploded on live TV." Yeah. I think uh, there used to be like rumors that Bo Jackson would like race trains. And yeah, win, yeah, and, and win. Like, yeah, yeah. Like people are gonna be saying the same stuff about freaking Zion. They're yeah, like, like just Z- crazy. Zion dunked from half court. Yeah, just crazy line. stuff. Yeah, His he did a he did a three sixty windmill East Bay all in one. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, but he's gonna be like our generation's Bo Jackson. I feel that'd be cool. But, yeah, but like if you were Zion. If you were Zion, would you sit out the rest of the year? It's it's weird because I think personally I would, knowing that like the situation. But at the same time, I know a lot of young players take pride. Not even if you were Zion, but like should Zion um, sit out? What do you think? I don't know. I'm not, sorry to cut you off. There, no, too. no, no, don't worry about it. I just know at one point earlier in the year, um, I was telling you guys earlier, whatever, mm-hmm. that he said... He wasn't yeah, good. I can't sit out. I love basketball too much. I would miss it too much. I would get bored. Like that's I what I really love that I love that passion that yeah, he has. Yeah, me too. And so I don't know, but at the same time, I think at this point hundred percent I would sit out for Zoom yeah, because yeah, I agree. he's me as well. like he has the sprained knee. 
Like we've seen in the NFL and stuff like that, you sprain your knee, you end up leading to an even worse injury, which because, like, can send you back even more. And like exactly. you really are impacting your future if you do that. If you rush back from a sprained ACL, MCL, you can end up you can end up tearing, tearing it. Because, yeah, like we saw it with Richard Sherman, yeah, how exactly. he said like, "Oh, my Achilles feels weird," and then he ends up rupturing it. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, with that amount, the amount of explosion that Zion has, the chance I feel like the chance of him re-aggravating it is a lot higher, just because he's got he's like so much more like he's using like his body so much more than most people yeah. do, and like if he's trying to jump up in whatever block that three like he did a couple weeks ago, mm. like he could end up landing weird or just like yeah. on the lift off he could hurt himself. Like, like he, he could just do the same thing he just did yeah, again. Exactly, he showcased to us that he's worth that number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Whether I think he's like the best in this draft class or not, right away is. Yeah. I think he's the number one pick. Yeah. But I just feel like he should just sit Take out the rest chill. of the year. Just yeah. chill out. I just, ah, it, it, it's, it sucks to say, like, hey, your year's over early because you don't want to risk your, like, NBA career. But, like, we've seen this before. Like, Michael Porter last year. He was like the consensus, uh, consensus like top pick. three pick, yeah. if not number one. Yeah. And then he hurts his back, which is totally different. Yeah. yeah. Or like then then a knee, and then he had falls to what fourteen thirteen. I think it like was, it's happened it later than that. I, I know think it was after I, the, it was, I know it was after the Sixers yeah. pick, and we had ten. It was in the lottery. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was yeah. like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the Nuggets, and like that was a great pick by them. But like we already see, like didn't he already get another surgery on his back, and that's yeah. why he's gonna miss this whole season too. It's like mm-hmm. having two back surgeries, no matter how old you are, is it's going never to good. screw you up. But even like an ACL, like say he re- he tears his ACL because like this led to that. Yeah. I mean, we've seen players lose their balance because of a torn ACL. That's exactly. Before. What I was. I know. Um, we've seen it with Derek Rose, who yeah, I mean, he's coming back to like. He's become like such a great player this year, yeah. mm-hmm. but like he's never gonna be that MVP. It took, years. It took years, and he's never he's never made it back to that MVP. Yeah, like but that's not, see, we saw um, Dennis Smith Jr. tears ACL, but he got lucky because mm-hmm. he has two ACLs in his knees for some reason, <laughs> and he tore his ACL and came back and was able to jump like an extra five inches. Like, yeah, some like but that's not something that even makes sense to me. Like, it's like it's like Tommy John surgery. Like it's like a fifty fifty mm-hmm. chance you might come back throwing one hundred and three or. You can't, or you come back like Matt Harvey and throw 89 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it's a it's a gamble, and I don't think it's a gamble Zion should take. No, in my opinion, just because he's he's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's not worth it. Having like Harry Giles too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Giles, number one overall recruit toward Mm -hmm. his ACL, wasn't really. He's definitely not the same, but he's still an impact player on no, the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And I like, like Harry he, Giles. He was talking about like top five pick before yeah, he yeah, like, exactly. went to college. Like, the like, consensus is like school. number one overall yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then and then gets hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah but I would, I would sit if I was Zion. Yeah, yeah no facts. I think I would too, which kind of sucks because he's such a – it's so enjoyable to watch him play. Yeah, it is. It's like I know a lot and of I'm people – And I'm a UNC fan. Yeah. A lot of people take pride in like doing well in the tournament and winning a championship, mm-hmm. and it kind of sucks that he won't be able to do that, especially considering he loves basketball so much. And it's like – but I, you have to do that because I know yeah. recently ACL injuries are becoming like more way easier to come yeah, back yeah, yeah. from just mm-hmm. because of the advanced medicine, in medicine and stuff like that. Like we saw Adrian Peterson come back like – so Stru- fast and, and break the, almost yeah. break the rushing record. But like, like you said, it's definitely hit or miss. Like Harry Giles is getting good right now in the NBA, but it took like him like on three Duke, years. He didn't look like that mm-hmm. great. What do you have? He had points per game. Yeah, but then, yeah, then he ended up getting hurt again, and just yeah, out the rest of the year. Exactly. Yeah, and so it's like they can really like impact your stock, and it's like it kind of sucks because Zion is the core of that team. Yeah, really. like it's like, around him. And my next question is: like, Is do you think like Duke's still a top tier contender without Zion? Um. 
I because I think Trey Jones has been a little underwhelming this year, yeah. uh, offensively at least. Defensively, he's like one of the better play yeah. defensive right. players in the ACC. They said that right, he right. was like the heart of Duke when he got hurt early. early yeah, yeah like, the, like the defensive side, yeah, absolutely. Kind of like the Rudy Gobert of the Jazz, yeah. like we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like they should be, but I don't think they are anymore. Like after I know, obviously it was on the fly management, but they really got beat up by UNC yeah. and like. UNC was like the eighth ranked team, so if they were playing the seven six five four three two team, like if they were playing Tennessee, they could end up getting waxed, or if they played like Virginia again, they could end up losing. Like yeah. I just don't see it, just because you're going from like an NBA player on your roster to somebody who probably won't even make the NBA, having yeah. to move into the starting lineup, and you're just missing so much of a defensive like freak. Yeah, uh, just a freaking nature. I I think they definitely still make the elite eight at least. No, 100%. Like uh yeah, like I think they're still contenders, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're not like national t- I mean, even I don't know because like it's hard to explain because obviously Zion's like a once a generational type player, but like you still have like we said before, three other top 10 thing, like top 10 recruits. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that happened in the middle of the game. Imagine if they have time to like maybe prepare for without Zion yeah. or like practice without Zion. Oops, I apologize. <laughs> and then like uh, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think they're I think I still think they're contenders. I feel like they hundred percent should be like you said. Like R.J. Barrett should be able to carry a team. Like if I don't know, it's just they. Have I don't think they have the experience. Yeah, that's, that, that's the only thing. Yeah, when I, they play like more experienced teams, is gonna suck. Like yeah. like when they played Gonzaga and they lost. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm just worried that like and like they have a lot of good big men on Gonzaga who would dominate mm-hmm. Duke at this point just yeah. because they have no big no men. bigs like we said. Uh, yeah, um, Silence the point center. Um, Marquise Bolden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Delorier. Yeah. I, I, I think Delorier is yeah. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say go. I don't want like calling kids garbage but i don't think he's very good yeah but yeah i don't know but duke always has that like i feel like i remember when they had jabari we were like wow duke might win the whole thing this year and then they it's lost, happened like, so many times i know austin, that's why rivers that's that why team. i think it might happen again just because duke's kind of like yeah. the team we think should always win it but then it's like do they actually win yeah. or do they end up losing to the number 14 season? i know what you mean yeah well the last thing with ncaa i mean we see, we've heard Isaiah Thomas and Donovan Mitchell both talk about how they believe college athletes should be paid. Do you think? Do you guys think it should be paid? Hmm. Like, where is it? What's That's, your stance here? I think I, it's a really touchy subject because obviously, so many people get into arguments about it. It's like politics about how many people. I know, I know. But I mean, I personally, it's hard to say because I think they should be paid because, like, we so we were saying, like, the tickets for that game were literally Super Bowl mm-hmm. level, and like yeah. that's just a random regular season game in college basketball. But where do you kind of draw the line where you pay? Like, how much do you pay Zion compared to the player who's getting zero minutes on the bench? Like, yeah. that's, I feel like you'd have yeah. to pay everyone the same amount, but then we do that say two years down the line oh well Zion should be paid more and yeah, it's like that's exactly what, yeah. that's why I think NCAA isn't giving in because it's like it's like give someone a rope they want to be a cowboy mm-hmm. it's like the nothing's ever like good enough like yeah. you know what I mean yeah it's, it's, it's just it, it like I think that players should be able to make money off their likeliness yeah so in the sense that they should be able to go to if they if Duke fans want to get an autograph for Zion, mm-hmm. Zion could sit after the games or grab whenever he wants. Ten bucks, a, ten bucks is a, a, a signature. Because mm-hmm. hearing people, these college kids, 
not going home and opening up a fridge and nothing's being nothing's yeah. in there and it sucks and a lot mm. of and i don't want to see, seem like i'm being like a um not like a stereotypical but a lot of these players are coming from bad backgrounds or not a lot of money yeah. like the like families don't have money to give them because they're barely getting by and like yeah. that that's their meal ticket too mm-hmm. for when they get to the league and I just think it's ridiculous when coaches can't buy a player a pizza mm-hmm. because it's breaking NCAA yeah, rules. I think it's ridiculous. Like I remember in high school, like every game day they would buy us like pasta or like pizza or something like that for before the game, and then like two hours later we would play because you have to, you like try to get something like good in your body. It's like, can you even do that for your team? Because it's like everything's considered like tampering or mm-hmm. paying for. Like it's like ridiculous. Like some people get really good connections with their coaches, and it's like yeah. that shouldn't be against the like. Like Zion, if like obvious, I assume so. Like there's always stuff going behind the scenes. Like Zion's yeah. probably already signed with Nike, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like cause I I watched this one guy on YouTube, and he was like, he was chilling with like Georgia's uh, like college football players, yeah. and they all had like, they all had like Gucci and then like yeah. Rolexes and stuff like that. Like it always gets me. Well, like, if anything, like, like has been really. It's no secret that colleges are playing are paying players. Basically, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the report last year with all like almost every single college team, basketball team from yeah. Arizona with Aiton to uh, even like um yeah I remember this. Nova I think or no, Dennis Smith I think Dennis Smith Dennis was Smith on and there NC State yeah, yeah yeah Dennis Smith got a lot of money to go there didn't he? yeah there's just a, there's just there's just a, so much it's just like kind of like. I kind of compare it, it to like your family because it's like you really yeah. need to take like whatever the fifteen thousand dollars that they offer you or seventy. It wasn't Dennis Smith's like seventy five thousand yeah. or something like and that. I kind of compare it to like like NCAA has become like the Italian mob. Like, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Right. It's all in like in, a, be, in like yeah. a way, like we're gonna pay you for your for, your, for your services. <laughs> you don't tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's how I picture like the NCAA is just a bunch, a bunch of like a Italian mob members. Just yeah. <laughs> And it's just so easy to get in trouble for little things. And, like, the, there mm. definitely needs to be a new establishment of the rules because these kids that are going home and not being able to eat is just ridiculous yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, like, um... I, I don't think they should be making millions and millions of dollars... No, no not at all. ...to play amateur sports. I was thinking... But I do think they maybe should... Like, something was, at Maybe, least. like, the price of tuition even, of the school or something. Yeah. Even a fucking meal meal ticket of <laughs> yeah. fi- or of four hundred a week or three hundred yeah. a week exactly for them yeah. to eat something yeah. like uh, the thing or I was telling you guys earlier about Arian Foster he was like the coaches would buy us Taco Bell and yeah. we couldn't even yeah. say anything because it's like it's like seriously like you could buy a freaking Taco Bell big box or whatever it comes with like five things five in it. it's only five bucks it's yeah. like five bucks is really gonna make you take yeah. away my championship or suspend me for the rest yeah. of the year like the thing with Reggie yeah. Bush a couple years ago with yeah. USC like how he was selling autographs or whatever mm-hmm. it was and, and like he should be allowed to do that's that exactly. the best and, collegiate and, players exactly. ever yeah and they got their like title taken away it's like I think it's so Five's stupid if you look back in history the Fab it's like, Five the yeah. Fab Five the same thing yeah it's like it's so stupid to me if you look back in history it's like I don't know the exact years but like if you just randomly look at that year and it says no champion it's like yeah, yeah that's just stupid yeah. come on like that's just like Come on, like, I can't even explain it. Like, we saw, like, Snoop Dogg on the sideline. Like, obviously, <sighs> Snoop Dogg was doing some stuff for these players. Facts, 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 facts. Mm, well, since you brought up Aaron Foster, I guess 
It's a good segue into the NFL. <laughs> like I used to like Aaron Foster. Yeah, I used to like he had that one monster year. Yeah, I drafted especially. him in fantasy that yeah. year, and I tried trading him to everybody, and nobody wanted him. Then he started going off for like thirty point games every week, and everybody was hitting me up about him. <laughs> I said, "Yeet." But you had a you brought up a really interesting topic about uh, with the Jets. They had a couple of reports today about oh uh, well, well, yeah, Star running back. Bell. Yeah, which is honestly. I 100% believe it. I yeah. don't know if the report's true, but they said that uh, the Jets are worried about signing Le'Veon because he's up to, I think he was like 260, 270 pounds. Jesus. And he's coming back looking like Jerome Bettis. Yeah, Is like it definitely 260, 270 I pounds? I saw 260 at least, I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, look just while you're, ta- while you're talking. Yeah. While you're talking. You could fact check me. I don't mind at all. Just no, 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 yeah. I just, if, it, if it's 260 pounds, that's, in, that's incredible. I saw somebody tweet and they said like, Todd Gur- uh he they were like Le'Veon wanted Todd Gurley money and then he saw CJ Anderson ball and he, was, he decided to turn <laughs> into CJ Anderson. It's like it's like that's ridiculous. How do you expect to get paid twenty million dollars but you're gonna come in looking like Kelvin Benjamin next year? Wow, trainer did uh, wait, Le'Veon Bell's trainer denies running back got up to two hundred and sixty pounds during this year. So he definitely right. did if he just denied it. <laughs> I mean I would wow. believe it, but then He's at the same time like I don't know. I feel like bench. with NFL athletes, we yeah. see them working out all the time. But with Le'Veon Bell, the only videos we ever saw of him was riding a jet ski in Miami. <laughs> like I could totally see him just having like a beer belly now because he wasn't working out. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna get twenty million dollars no matter what because nobody's seen me in months. And it's like, like he's not gonna do a tryout for the Jets. Like nah. they're gonna have to just send him money no matter what. Like could you, know you, what I mean? could you imagine Le'Veon getting out there and be like, is that? Is that? Emmett Smith coming back as a fifty-year-old with a beer belly, yeah, and it's just bags. like dude, he's literally coming back like the like the bus. Like if he's two hundred sixty pounds close to, it's not like he's like a That's tall guy. Heavy. It's not like he's a tall guy. I think Le'Veon's like what maybe maybe five ten, maybe six foot, barely six foot. Like that's, That's what I mean. I'm, like about, I'm like 5'11", five eleven, six foot with shoes. That's why I tell people <laughs> I'm six foot tall. Hey ladies, I'm six foot um, two in the club. Nice. <laughs> did, you um, hear, did you ever hear Kevin Durant say that? I think I did. He was yeah. like, I'm six nine and playing basketball, but I'm seven foot when I'm in the club. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but no, that's what you tell people. I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Like, uh, this says he's six foot one. I don't know if he's that tall. But even but, if, yeah, like yeah. I'm 170 pounds. I get he's an athlete and all, but adding 100 pounds to me, I'm gonna be fat. <laughs> I'm gonna look really bad. And you know it's not like he put on a hundred pounds of like or muscle. It's not cause, muscle. Because even if he's that heavy, or like even 55. if it's all muscle, you're gonna be a lot slower if you're two hundred sixty pounds worth of muscle. So he was probably like what two twenty. My bad. He's probably like what two twenty. Yeah, like two fifteen, two twenty, probably something like so that. So he probably put on like forty pounds. Like that's a lot. Like that's just weird. That's a lot in half of a year. I know they said that about Embiid too. But, but he put on all muscle. Yeah, we saw the pictures of him being. He looked like Hercules. Like like Hercules, dude. He literally looks like an Olympian. That's he how does. big his arms are. Like, same with Giannis. Le'Veon's playing weight is two twenty five. Two twenty five. That's yeah. that's the number I was kind of thinking because two fifteen is kind of like the six foot three point guards. Like I think Derek yeah. Rhodes is always two fifteen because I know when I was making my careers, I was always basing it off of, like the stars, types. Like, yeah. <laughs> but come on, dude. That's, like that's, that's just like, a lot. That's a lot of weight to gain. Like, you'd think maybe he lost weight because he wasn't working out. Like, gaining that much weight is a very, very scary sign. Like, that just pictures, like, I just picture him getting paid that much, going to the Jets or something like that, and just falling off because it's like, I got $20 million a year. What are you going to do about it? And, like, that's, like, kind of, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's in his personality, but, like. I kind of see it, too. That's why, like, I kind of believe it because I see the kind of person he is. Just because, like, he's been suspended multiple times. Well, just was it the ones? The ones for the weed with the weed with Blunt. Blunt. You threatened yes. to sit out 
twice before this time. And do you remember last year he all came spring, in and all, all he started camps. off slow because yeah. he was out of shape a little bit. And then you said all of this year. I, I don't know. It's just I, I could definitely say it. I feel like it's kind of in his character. Yeah. I don't want to. Just with like like how like the Steelers are so like reluctant to give to just let him walk. Yeah. There's definitely something in his character. The same thing with AB. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like they're, they're both like the same like type yeah, players. Just like divas that want their way, and it's either yeah. their way or no way. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird with AB because he what was he like a fifth round pick or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, you'd think he'd be one of those people like Adam Thielen where he's kind of, like, humble. And but like, even, like, Thielen's threatening to sit, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, I mean, I don't know if he's actually going to sit. They said that most likely, like, they said... He'll get paid. Yeah. They're, they're going to, like... I, I saw they might trade or let go of Everson Griffin to make a... Wow. That might make that makes make sense, salary though, cap. to be honest. Yeah, but yeah. When, you give, when you give Kirk Cousins $30 million, you got <laughs> to everything cut yeah. something somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like... I don't know, but at the same time, but you don't see Adam Thielen coming out like actually saying he's going to sit. There's like rumblings about it, but yeah. AB's like tweeting not, about well, it, and, like, literally talking about it yeah. out in open air. Like you just keep that. He's in acting house. like free now. He's yeah. a roll. Like same with like, Levian, s- how he tweeted free at last, free at last. Yeah. Thank Lord, I'm free at last. Like that's a Michael or that's not Michael. What am I saying? Martin Luther King quote. Like why yeah. are you tweeting a Martin Luther King quote <laughs> when you turned down a 17 million dollar contract? That's what I mean. It's like oh, you're free of this. Of what? Like, He's like, it's based. If I'm being honest, it's basically like him trying to like put his stamp on establishment. Like, yeah. dude, what? Mm-hmm. You're not getting twenty million, bro. You're not worth it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Five years ago, yeah, you were worth it. Now, everyone does what you do, bro. Everyone. Todd Gurley not does only it. Tomorrow does it. We talked about twenty million. This. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the average quarterback makes twenty, what, twenty three million now. Super Bowl winning quarterback Nick Foles didn't even make twenty million exactly. this year. And let me tell you something. You don't win. You don't win Super Bowls with, with a star guy. running backs. Yeah, Todd Gurley. Yeah, he was hurt. But I'll give him. Yeah, can we, we can talk about that real fast. Oh, yeah, actually, how they said that. CJ Anderson. Anderson said that apparently the injury is way worse than they expected. They should. Are they going to get fined? They're going to get fined. There's. They're going to be in a lot of trouble if something serious came out of Todd Gurley's injury and they kept him off the uh, the list. Yeah, like not even questionable or day to day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, there's going to be some problems. There's definitely going to be some problems. Hundred percent. It's just not a good. You could just tell though that he wasn't a hundred percent. Like the, yeah. like a casual's eye would be, could tell you like, watch watch Todd Gurley week four, and now watch Todd Gurley now, and you'd yeah. be like, oh, there's something wrong. Yeah, he'd like break off the one big run, but then afterwards you'd see him on the bench, just on the bicycle, yeah, like he's trying to stay loose. He he he'd break off the run and then sit like yeah. ten plays in a row. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's weird. It's like you can't even say, oh, we'll see Janison was hot. It's like guess what. Todd Gurley was probably up for the touchdown record at one point. Todd Gurley was yeah. up for MVP at one yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's like you don't just randomly decide to sit him. Exactly. Yeah, it's not Malcolm freaking uh, Butler. Yeah, facts. I don't. Speaking of things that I don't get, I don't get the. I don't get what the Giants' plan is, dude. Honestly, like, do you understand like what? No. The Giants like rebuilding plan or anything is. I mean, mm-hmm. I personally really like Landon Collins. I know he had like I kind of too. a down year, yeah. but he's that type of player well, that didn't he play. Did he make the Pro Bowl? Yeah, I think he did. I'm not not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I'm not high on the Pro I, Bowl either. But yeah, he did he make, make the Pro Bowl. It, he made it, and he wasn't like a substitute. Like he no, just, he um, was a starter. That's what so I'm saying. Like, like he's a he's a safety that can play like that in the box. Hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like that hybrid type of safety. Yeah, you know? he's you don't that safety that. you want nowadays. Yeah, you don't see that every like 
like everywhere you go and like yeah yeah, yeah. I really like Landon Collins I like them coming out of yeah. uh, college I wanted the Eagles to yeah. grab him because mm-hmm. he dropped to like the second round right yeah second yeah. round the first or second pick in the second or was it wasn't it early in the second yeah, round? it was, it was early second early, round but like he was supposed to be like the first safety off the board possibly yeah yeah and I really like I liked him coming out because he was from Bama mm-hmm. if I'm, yeah if I'm remembering this correctly yeah him and but, Eddie Jackson were beasts yeah and then like they're talking about bringing back Eli which is like Oh. What is going on? Like, I get if you bring him back on, like, a small contract and then kind of uh, Room, bringing, like, a younger like quarterback a, behind like him. A but hot, like a half Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, it's like something like that. But then at the same time, it's like, or how Daniel long are you going to hold on to him for? Yeah, like, and, mm-hmm. like, especially if they're going to go over after Nick Foles. Which is, Facts. Like, apparently, I've I seen, I like, a couple things, like, Here's reports for him. possibly being a giant. And it's like... That, that's another thing they when they were talking Odell trade talks last year. That's how what I was just about like, to bring up too. They're about talking about the Patriots. Odell's coming back up on, on, on the trade, trade block. block. Yeah. What do you like? You gave, just gave this guy like one of the biggest contracts. He's mm-hmm. turning into the, the freaking Raiders. They're just trying to keep all their old players. Yeah, this and is like trade this away is, all their good ones. And it's not like Odell wants to get traded either. It's like the Giants are like forcing it. Like it kind of sucks. I don't know what they're doing. To like, be honest, I'm I'm all for it. Listen, I'm <laughs> all for you trading Odell. Fuck it. Uh, Trey Saquon, too. You don't need him. Maybe that good. No, no, Give him to us. We'll give you a third-round pick, bro. Come on. <laughs> Conditional. But, Conditional. but it's like... <coughs> what, like, who's running that organization to where they think it's, like, the best thing to do is to keep a 38-year-old Eli, Facts. trade, like, a top-five receiver in the league, let go of, like, a real... Like, a like a game-changing safety, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, oh, we might not draft another quarterback this year. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're talking about not... Like, and it's And it's, like... I, I get it. If you don't think a, a franchise quarterback's in this draft place, I get it. But you cannot put Eli back on that. And I don't think you can field. come out and say that. You need to make the teams behind you think, yeah, we need to trade up yeah, to get exactly. this spot. If you don't anything, come out and say, yeah, we're going to Eli this year. If you want to, if you want to like get more for your dollar, yeah. then come out and be like, like what the Forty Niners did with we're Trubisky. We're taking Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're taking Dwayne Haskins if he's there. And that's gonna put pressure on teams above them too to have to like, yeah, potentially if, reach on if they, if they need didn't a quarterback want exactly. Yeah. And you're they're gonna give up a lot, and then you can end up taking like someone you think who's gonna be a better quarterback in the latter part of the round. Exactly. With like like I think Daniel Jones is Mike is, is gonna fall probably. Yeah. Or even if you like feel like I don't think Will Greer should be a first rounder. No, and, and, and you can get like, these guys in the second round. Like I think Daniel Jones is starting to fall back in the draft. Yeah, like yeah. the second round. They said that Greer and. Daniel Jones might uh like they're getting linked to like the Patriots and the Chargers. I would yeah. wow, if Daniel Jones goes to the Patriots, that's perfect for him, I think. Yeah. I really like Daniel Jones. I think I like he's Will a Greer. Yeah. He's he he he's, I think, I think he he's good too. Sleeper just cuz yeah. I mean, I have that little bit of bias. I mean, I didn't really like him, but I'm going to support him There's now. There's another quarterback I'm forgetting. Um Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. He's jumped up a lot of boards too because yeah, yeah, of his yeah. impressive uh Who really needs a quarterback rescue? right now in the top 10? Uh, the Jaguars, but yeah, apparently they like Bortles still. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just read that report. Tom. Oh, he said Tom Coughlin said Blake Bortles are quarterback yeah. for now. So if they draft one, they'll cut him immediately. I would say. Yeah. Because didn't they already say they plan on moving on from? I him? think yeah. I think they're gonna move on from him. But then you got um. I'll bring Blake Bortles in for the Raiders backup for possibly. Yeah, but I mean, are you gonna draft a quarterback with a hundred million dollar quarterback already yeah, there? Yeah, that's the like, thing. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I don't I think they're gonna draft one. They have a lot of like, draft picks though. Yeah, yeah they do. I don't know. There's just a lot going on in the football world that I can't wait to touch on. Yeah, and you know this year, because uh, we didn't touch on it, but uh, the Giants are probably going to be super hyped. Everybody's saying they're making playoffs because they're yeah. on hard knocks. and yeah. Well, they're favored. They're going to be, gonna be a knock. fun team on hard knocks. Yeah. 
True. Depending on what they draft. Like, yeah. I feel like if they draft a quarterback, it'll be fun. But if they but, draft, like, a DN, like, I feel like that's not as interesting. Yeah. You know but even, they still have even Odell seen, like, and Saquon uh, yeah, as, like, I feel like they're both, though. like, personality-driven players. Exactly. So I like to see that. Um, I mean, speaking of hard knocks, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good segue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, but, uh, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, in my opinion, at least. George Rush St. Pierre has officially announced his retirement. It's a sad day in the mixed martial arts world. How old is he? 36, 37. That's crazy. Like, UFC don't last that long. He's no. 30, he's retiring I, at 36. Like, you, he, like around that age is when, like, unless you start late, like Daniel Cormier kind mm-hmm. of, is when you start to, like, see, like, the production level go down. And he came back at, like, 36 and won a title after being... Like, GSP is so great to me because, yes, he lost two times, but both, he lost to Matt Hughes, came back, beat the shit out of him, then lost to Sarah on a fluke knockout, and then beat him up, beat him twice again after that. He's just so, he's so good. I just don't think, especially doing it just straight, no, never popping on a nope. test, mm-hmm. none of that extracurricular bullshit. Has ever like passed him, or yeah. even like the only time it has is when Nick Diaz said he lathered himself up in Vaseline, and the Diazes will say anything to yeah to get like a headline. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I just think GSP is just the perfect mix of wrestling, karate, um, the, the usage of his hands and le- and like feet, and just jujitsu as well. He's just so he's just. I can't say enough about GSP. Yeah, he was, he was one of like the sports big's first superstars. Yeah. Besides like Ken Shamrock. And who and like Hoist Gracie and everything yeah. like that. But, but he was he really was, like one of the guys that Oh he definitely was took like to the face of the UFC yeah, yeah, like, coming like, out. It was like the UFC and then he took it to like another level and it's what like brought, icon, yeah, like I kinda know who G- GSP yeah, is. Yeah, like and yeah, I, like, I feel like if even if you don't yeah, like if you know what UFC is, you so you know He's so big that he got in he got into the MCU. Beats up Captain Captain America beats him up. Yeah, okay, yeah, he put up a good fight against Captain. He did some backflips and they're all real backflips. Dude, he, did, he put up a good he fight against Captain. Dude, not only did he go twenty-seven and two in his career, put up a good fight against Cap. <laughs> not a lot of people can say that. Nope. <laughs> and you just you know you never hear a bad thing about the dude. Yeah, no. Nah. Seems like a good guy. We never Real obviously fast. met him, because mm-hmm. you guys are saying like he's a nice guy, dude. He's like all around. Whatever. Yeah. Could you like potentially compare him to like LeBron? Because he never has really done anything bad off the court. He's really kind of like the, like he's one of the obviously biggest names. Like obviously LeBron's not yeah. the goat. Like no, 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 no. About, but like I, under, I understand how he's like the all around ability to him. Or do you think it's too yeah, hard to compare like, basketball and UFC? No, 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 no. I don't. I actually kind of like, like yeah, they're two totally different sports. But like yeah. I can see where you're go- like kind of going. Yeah, because you said I, I'm not big into UFC. That's why I asked. But like how you said he can wrestle, he can stand yeah, up. Yeah, like he I can see. Can the, the I can see the comparison where where you're coming from. Yeah, the all aroundness and the. I guess longevity and like yeah, just the way greatness. he can, the way he can dominate is just like nothing we've like kind of ever seen, at least without the usage of P- PEDs. Yeah, and like we've seen it with John Jones, but like there's a lot of like what's Backlash going on there. John Jones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I kind of like that like comparison. Thanks. I do. Thanks. Because like a lot of like you can say like. Like with UFC, there's like goats of each division, kind of, and it's like hard to compare like a uh, welterweight to like the light heavyweight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like it's kind of like in basketball where like you can, it's hard to compare a shooting guard to like a power forward or exactly. a small forward. 
And there's the who's the one guy? Uh, Chuck Liddell, right? He, yeah, he, yeah, he's like a. I don't know if he is like. I don't know. I just know that he's one of the names that I always he's think about meme. when I think of the Chuck UFC. Liddell's huge meme. Yeah, I like him. I like his mobile. He's funny. <laughs> I like his mobile. <laughs> and he have a mustache too. Yeah, he looks weird now. Have you seen him? Yeah. He's like. But really he, out of he's shape. He's someone who really got the UFC to where it is. Today. Yeah, 100. percent Another one. Yeah. I saw an interview of him on uh, PMT, and it was it was actually really good. Yeah, I feel bad just because like you can tell like CTE is really hitting yeah. him. They said that like oh yeah later in his career wasn't he getting knocked out left and right? Yeah, he just fought again like like a couple months ago and it's like <laughs> yeah, please he, stop. He juiced up huge for that fight. He was uh, not yeah. in shape at all. No, no not at all. <laughs> but uh, we'll move on to another sport we don't really talk to a lot here. <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> Even though last week we were bashing it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, Manny Machado finally signed with the Padres on a 10-year, mm-hmm. $300 million contract. Biggest in <laughs> sports American history. sports history. Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect this, to be honest. Like, I didn't know the Padres were like... I even forgot about the Padres. Like, Where last does time- baseball money come from? <laughs> <laughs> it just boggles There's no my salary mind. cap, that's mm-hmm. why. I know, but... Just where do they get this money? I don't know. Like the last time I thought about the Padres, can you was imagine other sports with no cap? That's where like <laughs> yeah, like, ba- baseball would be stupid. <laughs> baseball would be so stupid. Oh, dude, because then you think the Lakers would be like, oh, dude, they would get like Kyrie, LeBron, yeah, yeah, KD, yeah, 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 all like the high level. The even, even like the Sixers, they'd still get like <laughs> yeah. good players and stuff yeah. like that. But then you'd have like fucking Thunder with like yeah. Yeah, basket basketball with no salary cap is re- is just really me. stupid. Just baseball contracts are just so. Incredible to me. They're so. How do you even offer somebody? I don't know. Money? How do you how do you sign that? Where does that yourself? come from? The owner? Does the owner pay yeah, me? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess. I guess just like no one team. has three hundred million dollars. So like, like cash I, so <laughs> <laughs> Manny Machado out of his pocket. It's all numbers on the on the computer anyway. Facts. Yeah. He doesn't actually get the three hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's just a number. He just puts his card. Just in like, his bank account. Yeah. Facts. Dude, Manny Machado officially has like fucking money. Yeah, Facts. Like he's like like Manny, run faster than first. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't, have you have you heard? I don't hustle. Fuck you. Dude, we're, by like the, the, we're not gonna hear from Manny Machado for the rest by, of the year. By the age of thirty, Manny Machado's gonna be like that guy from the Mets who still gets like two million or whatever. Oh, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets like two or however much money every July Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Manny Machado. It's just weird because like that's where hitters like go to like that's where, like one of the places where hitters go to die because like the San Diego. It's yeah, nice like, and warm. Like the wind, like just thought, like you don't hit a lot of home runs there. Like like the field is just so it's so pitcher friendly. That's why like I like baseball too. Is like the different variants of fields. I know a lot of people like are kind of iffy on them, on that. But I like how like certain monster? stadiums are like yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, like I like how certain stadiums are like pitcher friendly, and mm-hmm. certain stadiums like Yankee Stadium is like hitter friendly. Yeah, I just like that. I don't know, dude. And uh, MLB the show playing at Colorado Stadium all the oh, time, dude, dude. hitting dingers oh, dude, all 70, day long. Dude, seventy-five homers in a hundred games in my career, bro. Oh, no, I think twice long. about it. <laughs> it's the best. Barry who, bro? Back. <laughs> the next person that needs to sign and needs to sign with the Phillies is Bryce Harper. We yeah. gotta get him. If not, I don't think the. I don't think yeah. our off season is as good as it should have been. Yeah, I don't. People are saying that like we're like going all out for. Him. And there's so many mixed reviews right I now know. that I don't know what to believe. That's why I don't. And really now I just saw like the report with like he might is letting the Padres um, hmm. match yeah. the offer. And, and it's then, like then, it's then, like why do you want to go to San Diego too? I don't get it. I mean he's I yeah he's a West Coast guy, but it's like I just don't see it. It's weird though because it's like we always see like. Bryce Harper commenting on like Reese Hoskins photos and stuff like that and like we're seeing that apparently they're such good friends and it just doesn't make sense to me like what's going on to where 
like the Phillies have come out and said, yeah, we're ready to pay, we're ready to overpay for players, and then we haven't really signed anybody. Like, like we made the trades and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, because I, I think we're waiting on Bryce Harper. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's these reports that like. If we don't get Harper, we're gonna go after Keuchel and like Craig Kim, Craig Kimbrell, who mm-hmm. are like Keuchel's a good, like a left-handed pitcher that we need, and Kimbrell will spice up the bullpen, which we also need. But I mean, Harper's definitely the big fish here that we're trying to catch. Can we just get all three? Yeah, I mean, it's baseball. Why not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> but like, it's so weird that, like, it's like I just want to know what's going on behind back, like, like closed doors, because like this is literally the off season where the Yankees, Red Sox. All the Cubs, they're all not in the picture. So it's like the yeah. perfect time for the Phillies to just bring exactly. in the superstar. And if he goes to the Padres, like, aren't the Padres, like, one of the worst teams in the league? Yeah, but the thing is, is also, like, the Padres have a great farm system. Yeah, yeah. like, young talent. So oh, they have if the you one pair guy up that, that we were just talking about, right? Who was that? The guy who hasn't been called up yet, and they just pushed him back for... Mm. No, that's, well, that's Toronto. Yeah. They have Fernando Tatis uh, yeah, Jr. Right. He's really good. He's a shortstop, yeah. third baseman. But like they have just have good young pitching, so oh, like yeah. if Harper goes there, like I mean it's not like in like three years, yeah they could be World Series contending team, I and mean, even Machado. But if that's like, it's like um, with prospects in baseball, it's a, it's like a huge risk to take. Like it's yeah. more of a risk to take than like LeBron going to LA. Yeah. Like in my opinion, yeah. because baseball is so much different, and prospects can come up and just not be like that type of player that they're supposed to be. I mean JP we've seen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, J.P. Crawford. Uh, as Phillies, I can do this all, yeah. literally all day. All, <laughs> Dominic all day. Brown. Dominic Brown. Um, Cody Ashy. Jesus Christ. I mean, I could just keep going on and yeah. on. And I, I don't just want feel to. like if he came to the Phillies, we could potentially have like a, a dynasty. No, well, I, if he goes to I the, agree. With the Padres, it's, it's, like, it's like we said, it's like, iffy. It's like playing like, it's like Russian, playing Russian roulette. Like yeah, it really yeah. is. Like either you're going <laughs> to either... You hear that click and you're like, mm-hmm. sure, it's just a bang and yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah. Your career's like, done. Yeah, I feel like we really set him up to like really come in and really help this team. And I really want to know why, like what's going on. Like, does he really not want to come here that bad that he's like, come on, somebody else just send me an offer. Like, yeah, please. I know. That's what I mean. It's weird. And like, I, there's the report last week that he just declined like five offers. And I did it's see like, that. I really yeah. want to know. Like, I thought, because like, I see the reports, oh, but there's the, only the three teams is, in the running. Like, and then it's like, oh, he just got rid of five contracts. Yeah. So how many actually are left? The thing that I've, that I've heard is we're the only ones that want to give him a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. And that's so weird to me. I, I think the long, I think a short-term deal to him is like a four-year, five-year contract. And a long-term is to him is like 10, which is so weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think we're the only ones that are willing to give him a 10-year deal, and it's like... Why did you just sign it? Maybe he wants more money. Maybe we did, like... You know how, like, in the off How much more money could you want? I mean, everybody was like, oh, I went $300 million. And I always thought it was, like, a five for 300 That's just absurd yeah. number. It is. It's like, why do you want that much? Like, at that <laughs> really point, it's that just much. money. Do you need that much? No, at that point, baseball? like... Like, that's it, the thing. Once it hits, like, $200 million, it's, like... Way it's all low. the same at that no, point. No, dude, way lower. <laughs> you will never spend more than No, I agree. I just don't get Real quick... Sidebar, I'm looking at these big contracts. Adjusted for like today money, uh, A Rod's two thousand yeah, one three hundred twenty five million. Yeah, down, right? it, it was now it's worth five hundred ninety million in today's money. Yeah. yeah, that's that's insane. And he had a that contract in two thousand one. In two thousand eight, he had a four hundred fifty million dollar contract. It would be in today. today's money. So yeah. he made like a billion dollars. Yeah, in baseball. In yeah. baseball money. Yeah. That's crazy. I still don't know where contract money comes from. Bless you. I'm Thank looking you. up these revenues, and these teams don't make that much money. <coughs> no, it's, it's, a di- it's, it's. I don't want to say it's a dying sport, but it's definitely on the decline. But I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm I also. I didn't know this. 
They um Dude, hot dog Steve is the hot dog money, bro. Dog money. <laughs> they all, all the teams share money. They have like a revenue pool. Mm-hmm. So like the <laughs> the rich teams, like the ones that make a lot of money, yeah, that's why they bankroll those small teams. Yeah, that's why the like the Oakland Athletics can't like sign anyone and have yeah, to live through that. like yeah. their farm system and stuff Dude, like money that. Ball. Yeah. Dude, money ball. It has nothing to do with money but facts. Good, good facts, yep. facts, facts. <laughs> <laughs> but I just got an update on my phone. Oh, Bajan Bobby Marjanovic has 11 and 7 after one quarter. No, I was about Jesus to say that. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. And I was going to say, because before the podcast, you were saying, like, oh, what's Boban going to play 30 minutes? It's on white side. going to kill him. Dude, he's stepping up. And he got a double double at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> I didn't say Hassan Whiteside was going to kill him. I said he's not. He's not built to last the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Is Whiteside even playing? Probably not. He he's is. He's Boban's clamping him. <laughs> Boban. All I know. With the NBA and everything in the NBA that's going on right now, there's one thing and one thing I only uh, know. Here it comes. Is that Tristan Thompson? Facts, facts, facts. Is the best player around the rim. Facts. The best player. 100%. Being a sevensome? Who's ever had a sevensome? That's insane to think. A sevensome. You think you're the only guy? 100%. Oh, 100%. And they were all models. What? Dude. What? Like Kanye said. What is he going say? If you don't ball like him or Kobe, guarantee that chick going to leave you. Mm-hmm. It's weird that he compares Kobe and Tristan Thompson. Facts. Wow. I just, I just can't get over a seven some. I know. That's insane. There's <laughs> three more people than here. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of and all of them are chicks. <laughs> all of them are chicks. We're dudes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. That's just... <laughs> That's I just can't get over that though. Like, I think he's trying to destroy the Kardashians from the inside out. I love it. Good. Love it. Give me Kanye back. They trapped his soul somewhere. I want it back. Dude, facts. I, I always said the Kardashians are a curse. Like what they did to my boy Bruce Jenner. Hey, now my girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Kendall. Oh, Kendall's being the spark plug of the Sixers right now. Whenever she's, dude, we're like she's eleven the, and two. So dude, she's, she's like the sixth man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's the thirteenth man. This new twelfth man is yeah. the thirteenth man. It's yeah. Kendall Jenner. She can be our backup point guard. Screw you, TJ. <laughs> Just I love TJ. <laughs> Holy shit! What? I looked up world's biggest orgy. Uh, I don't want to know that. Five hundred. <laughs> what website like did that take you to? Guinness, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> no, no Ripley's, it, believe it or not. I'm sorry. Well, one's Las Vegas <laughs> Weekly, Guinness and the other one is Records. <laughs> I can't even read it. Read it. What is it? I hear a B, so I have to assume it's. <laughs> read it. Oh, give me a second. Can I read be friendly it? here, dude. Yeah, you can. We bleep this out. He I'm said laughing you can. Too much. <laughs> this gonna end up not being as funny as I expected. Facts, facts, facts. There's just so much stuff. Can you just say it, or are we gonna just? Nah, just I'm over it. Right, All right. Okay. What else happened in baseball world today? Um, Marquis Morris. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's finally in Thunder. Which I was a little interested in about this because they said that he had like a neck injury and he was gonna be out for like a month, a month and a half. Jeez. And then I feel like he's I feel like he might have just to get out of the Wizards. Yeah. Because now he's like playing. Yeah, he's like, I'm think. Fine. And like yeah, today they officially signed him and I really like this because I'm happy he didn't go to LA or the Rockets or uh-huh. the teams that we expected him to. Like I'm happy he just, they brought in a free agent well, like I this. think it shows that like which is what we're gonna get into, our contending series, but I think it shows that like the Thunder are like a contending team when like someone like Marquise Morris wants to come to play off the bench mm-hmm. which I mean he was playing off the bench with the he Wizards too but like who's the star power forward now it's Jeremy Grant right, right now I mean I could see him fighting with Jeremy Grant because I mean yeah but I also think Jeremy Grant stretches the floor out better than really 
Yeah, I thought more. I'm. I, I always get the two Morris's mixed up. Marcus, I know Marcus, Marcus is, is better. Yeah, shooter. I know one's a good shooter and the other one's better around the rim. You know, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I kind of thought. I always thought that one of them were gonna come to Philly because they're both from Philly and like I feel like we kind of could use that gritty guy. But yeah. I mean, I'm really happy with OKC because they're like my Western team just because I've been a Russ fan for more years than I can remember. I mean, he shoots. Uh, what's it called? Thirty-three percent from three. It's not great, but That's I mean, not, you'll randomly yeah. see him coming off the bench. Oh, 100%. Like Jeremy Grant shoots 38%, which is wow. like eight higher than his. That's so weird because I remember him on the Sixers. He had the ugliest, slowest form. It was just like all. Dude, he's averaging 13 a game this year. Jeez. Yeah, I love him. That's no joke. Not like he's, he's a good mix of athleticism and shooting now. Yeah, he just tries to dunk on everybody too frequently. Yeah, but I like, love it. He's like you and 2K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I mean, it's just such a great feeling. All of a sudden, like, you just feel like. All that adrenaline coming up, and then he just like ends up like getting hit in the air and falls to the ground. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. Oh, man. But when he dunks on you, he dunks on you. That's for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Love my man, Jeremy. Yeah, you liked him when he was on the Sixers too. I Always that. liked him. I liked him yeah. on the Thunder. I liked him on the Sixers. I liked him uh, on Syracuse. Nice. Well, um, getting into it, I guess we can move on to our contending series. This time, we'll be breaking down Chris's. Adopted Western Conference team. A couple of them, honestly. I like the Kings. Too. I know you do. <laughs> but like, but Russ is like your. Yeah, Russ. You like stand. You stand, Russ. Yeah, I would love to. No, you do. I know. I would, love to, <laughs> I would love to dress like him. I think that'd be so sick. Uh, someone buy me a freaking uh, safety vest. A safety I vest. I wear it everywhere. But um, yeah, I don't know. I really do think they could be contenders, especially if they stick to kind of the game plan, which kind of seems to be. Russ kind of takes a step back not too many steps just like maybe half a step where he doesn't take the most shots every game it's mostly Paul George and if Paul George is playing at this MVP level I could see them really giving everybody a fight because Paul George can play great defense on KD Mm -hmm. which KD is one of the most unguardable players in the league but I think he'll probably play better defense than most and I think Russ versus Russ is like Really weird against the Thunder or against the Warriors because sometimes he's very good, sometimes he's really bad. But because I think he like that's like his like not redemption his rival thing. Like he just has KD. he wants to like stick it to the Warriors. Yeah. I think and I think he gets like ahead of himself yeah. too, like because of how emotionally he plays. Yeah. It seems like he's kind of being more like he has like hundred and. He has, like, so many more assists than the second person. So he really – like, people can yeah. say it's stat padding all you want. But I don't think so. They're winning right now. Like, when he drops triple-double, they have, like – they're, like, 40 and, like, 5 or something like that. Like, Jeez. the record is very uh, Even though I don't believe in, like, correlation equals causation, but I, I like where, like – I think definitely when he touches the ball, they win. When yeah. he gets the most touches. And to, like – to like to – I guess touch on – what you're saying I mean he leads in assist percentage which is he's like not even close yeah like he's been turning it over like pretty much the same amount but you'll see him like have the random games where he has 15 assists and like one two turnovers maybe even zero like he has some games where he looks so excellent like he just they have such great chemistry on the team right now and like it's really showing like it's kind of like he's he's among the leaders in usage percentage and yeah he I think his usage is like 20 I think Paul George is like 24 his his usage his usage is 30 30. Uh, maybe I'm looking at a different numbers then. But um, I know that. Uh, what was I going to say now? Freak. I mean, oh, he, whoa, whoa. Russ and Paul George are both leading the league in steals. So, like, they're just playing great defense and great offense. Yeah, together. he's definitely it's, taking a step up. Like, their dynamic duo between the two is just ridiculous right now. Like, they're really just. 
that's why I'm so happy that Paul George resigned because I just wanted a second year without Carmelo Anthony for this Thunder team. Yeah, I, and it's not a. I don't think it's when I I've, it's a pattern when you see a pattern and it's like anywhere Melo goes they're bad. Yeah. You kind of want to see what happens like like a, after he leaves. I mean, look what happened after he left the Rockets. They go on this big run. I can't wait for him to join the Lakers. I'm really yeah, excited about that. Um, he leaves the Thunder. They're a top two seed in the three seed yeah, in the West. Right yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, like I said, correlation isn't always doesn't always lead to causation. But I think in that sense of like Melo, I don't think he. I think he really held them back last year. Yeah. Not being able to move. Yeah. I, I just think Jeremy Grant's a better has been better this year than Camelo last yeah, year. Yeah, hundred percent. He's shooting better. He's better defensively. He better athletically. Way more passion. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't need the, he the plays shots for, that Camelo yeah. needs. He like, plays he, for a hunger, and like you don't see that hunger with yeah, him and Russ are so perfect together because I feel like they both bring the same amount of energy and athleticism. I think it's pretty impossible to bring the same energy that Russ brings, but like I feel like he's close enough to match it where he will sprint up and down the court every single time and he'll make sure every minute that he plays is valuable to the team yeah and like that's the kind of role players that you need on the team a hundred percent and i mean like touching on touching on russ like this is a guy that's been like usually top 10 in scoring in the past three years he was scoring title back to back wasn't he yeah and now you see he's really taking a step I mean, he's still putting up shots. He's just not shooting efficiently this year. But, I mean, he's definitely taking a step back in, like, in shooting and giving it a lot up to Paul George. Paul George. I mean, Paul George isn't the second-leading scorer in the league for no reason. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. He's definitely taking that. a back seat to him a little bit this year. Even though, like, Paul George, Paul George is shooting so efficiently this year. He's taking so many shots, but they all go in. It's actually yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's so fun to watch Paul George just because – like he'll dunk on you. It's just nice to see and him. Then he has wet shots. Yeah, it's just nice to see him come back from that injury and just be better than he was on the yeah. Pacers. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I love that Paul George is good. I just you saw I, that. Did you see the one video of him where he's like fixing his hairline <laughs> and Raymond Felton's like, "Oh, you got a headache?" He's no, I'm just making sure my hairline's straight. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I just love the kind of players he is. And I love yeah. that they had a party announcing that he's resigning. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as like the yeah, deadline yeah. hit. And it's like, I didn't like how like they were like. Oh, like <laughs> I remember the OKC's Twitter was like run it back, and it was like <laughs> run what back a first round exit. Like <laughs> you're not running back anything. <laughs> like I get that he's coming back and like definitely be like you. They they should have re- the city of Oklahoma should have just. Re- well, Oklahoma is a state, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the city of Oklahoma. I, I didn't mean to say it like that. Like, Oklahoma city. The I know state of Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma should have rejoiced after that because no it's kind of like not a lot of people want to be in Oklahoma City. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, like your ex girlfriend cheats on you and goes to another guy, and then yeah. like you kind of expect it to happen again, but this time they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay." Yeah, with spe- you. yeah like, especially after the Katie yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah like, Katie's the ex girlfriend. You got like like a sour taste in your mouth, but I think. Definitely, Paul George saying is like that was Oklahoma more of a City win. history. Maybe number the the best thing that ever has happened. <laughs> that, yeah, other I was about than to say. getting KD and Russ. Yeah, they're both tw- like I, you saw uh, just a week ago. They said that like we made that championship at twenty three. Like just imagine if they were doing that now. Like yeah, that's so true to think they about said, because like, it's like a lot of people say, oh, Russ can't play with this person. Russ can't play with that person. But guess what? When he was playing with KD and 
Harden, he was like 23 years old. You can't yeah. expect him to be as mature as he is now. Well, my mm-hmm. my I, I hate the argument when it's when they're like, oh, LeBron beat three MVPs in a final, <laughs> and it's like, KD wasn't even an MVP player. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Russ and James Harden were, the bench, yeah. were way far away from being MVP caliber players, but like the mountains and hurdles that Russ had to climb to get this team back to where it is, and him being the heart and soul of not only that team but the organization, in my opinion, yeah. has really like like I used to not be a big Russ fan because I'm I'm a huge KD fan. I used to think he takes a lot away from KD, and I think. In a sense, that was right. I think they, their on-court, how they meshed together wasn't always the best. But at the same time, I really and like admire how Russ plays. Just yeah. because of the, lo- the passion and the love of the game he has, how he just wants to win and wants to win and wants to win. Like, he's going to be our generation's, like... And he gives it all like, to the team. Yeah, exactly. Like, he when loves he finally, the Thunder. Like, yeah. he just loves the organization. 100%. If if and when he finally wins a, a title, it's going to be like a like a Hakeem Olajuwon level ty- like title. Like, of just like, ah, oh, this means the God, world to me. That would make me so happy. And, like, almost like a Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like that one title for Dirk means More than all six of Jordan's. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? To, to him especially because he was never really someone who anybody thought of as like a top player like Dirk was always obviously like the best like, yeah. European player of all time or <laughs> whatever top two whatever you want to put him at I don't care but like he's that team was just not a team that anybody really expected when there's like the team with LeBron mm-hmm. and, and like years stuff. of being the one seed getting beat by the eight seed and just yeah. heartbreak and finally they get there and to take down the big the evil empire yeah. at the time and to do it at home it just means so much when you like go through all that and then just finally bring yeah. it it's just like it it's kind of like how the Eagles won it like yeah. how it's like constantly not winning a title and then all of a sudden you just get the one and we just like I feel like we're just rejoicing oh, forever 100% 100% but I don't know I think that team has the role players to do it just because so do I. Morris, Steven Adams is a monster Steven Adams Dennis is Schroeder. very I don't know how well Dennis Dennis off the having a good year Schroeder's having a great year off the bench he randomly pulls like 35 point games yeah he's part. averaging 16 and 4 off the bench this year and he's having a great year Terrence Ferguson is taking a step up in yeah. like shooting like he went from being like a dunk contest con- like to a person shooter. to like being a sharpshooter like yeah. nothing and Noel's pr- like providing great defense he's off the like, bench yeah like he, his, he has I think he's like I don't even know what it is I just know that he has like top three in blocks per game, and I think he's like per, like high up there in block steals per game for a center. In blocks per game, he's one. He's averaging one point three a game. I'm not sure uh, where that ranks. Uh, and steals, he's averaging one, so he'd probably uh, be up there too. But still, he's still an elite no, 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 defender. And in, in in the amount of time he gets, absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely, like, he's not per getting thirty six. He'd be putting up like three and three. He's only <laughs> he's only getting around. I think like yeah, he's only getting around fourteen minutes a game, and to put oh, up wow. to put up a block and a half basically in a steal a game is just. That's really good. He's and five just like boards the off the bench. Player that you want, like he just fits in so much with that. He's a good role player. Like yeah. he's he fits all. in with that Jeremy Grant and uh, yeah. Russ thing. Like you might not 100%. get great shooting from those three combined, but you're gonna be running up and down the court. You're gonna 100%. Wear the whole team out. And like how great of a bruiser that Stephen Adams is, and to give up. What what I love about Stephen Adams is he gives up stats to win, and that's what you need. In your, he puts his body. Players. I can't tell you how many times that's he's been, I, like kicked in the balls and elbowed. Yeah, in the yeah. that's what I, like. That's what I mean, though. But like Stephen Adams, I think could easily be among the league leader and leaders in rebounds per game. But his just ability to box out 
not only one player at one time, but two at sometimes because of his wide base and how yeah. big he is. And let Russ grab the board and just push the ball up the court. And he still gets, what, like seven, eight a game? He gets nine and a half. Yeah, but that's it, incredible. But he gets f- around five rebounds a game are all offensive. Jeez. Yeah, and Russ gets like 11. So if you have yeah. two players in your starting lineup averaging over 10 points of rebounds and a game. Paul George gets eight. So it's, yeah, that's, I don't want to stick just the stats, but like you know what we're trying to get. That shows that they're like, playing good defense if they're getting a lot of rebounds. They're one of the, the starting lineup. They're one of the better defensive teams in the league too. And yeah. I mean, just in um, opponents' points per game, they're they're number they're number twelve, and their average score margin is not, is they're they're fifth. So I mean, they're definitely a top tier defense defensive team, and I just feel like. They're one of the top tier teams, not only in the West but in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting because uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people thought that the Thunder were kind of done when KD left, and it's kind of cool that they're rejuvenated and kind of brought back to this level. Because like after all the years of oh, Russ is just stat padding because no one else is on the team. Russ is doing this. Russ is doing that, and he still brings his team to the playoffs every single year. Like, like this we're seeing, uh, and, and not only that, not to cut you off, no, I'm sorry, no problem. in the West. Yeah, like which is like, you've been he's been he's been doing it in the West for these past two three years. Yeah, you know? he's putting up which is not incredible e- an easy thing like, when you see like LeBron struggling. Yeah, to and carry he's his at the point in. where people are brushing off the fact that he's about to average a triple double for the third season in a row. We haven't seen that since Oscar Robertson. It's like people could say he's stat padding, but guess what? We've why, never seen this in the why NBA. Why is nobody else stat padding then? If, yeah. every, never, if he's getting so much hype for we've it, we've never seen this in the NBA. <laughs> Yeah, like we've never like, seen someone average three triple doubles in three consecutive years. Yeah, and it's like it's like, like pe- kids are like of our the next generation are gonna look back and be like, wait, why isn't this guy like honored, considered like the best player of all time? Yeah, no fact. Like he's led the league in scoring twice in a row and did it averaging a triple double. Like that's yeah, it's that's like, crazy. People can say stat padding all you want, but it's like he's stat padding. I don't even think it's stat padding. I think he just, the ball is better when it's in his hands. Like, yeah. When he gets the rebounds and just starts the fast break like it's nothing, of course you're going to be better if than gonna, Steven Adams to Russell Westbrook and then that just takes yeah. three seconds out that you could be halfway down if the corner. If you're going to consider, like, in my opinion, that stat padding, then I think you have to consider, like, like Michael like Michael Jordan stat padding for averaging 38 a game. It's just it's not. It's just the ball playing basketball. <laughs> it's it's him playing basketball and the yeah. ball is the game is better in his hands. Yeah. It's just so confusing to me because everybody's like, Oh, well, Russ just takes too many shots, Russ is out of control and then it's like I feel like immediately just bites him in the butt because he averages eleven and a half assists a game or yeah. something like that. Nobody is even close to him with assists and then numbers. The same it's like, players love like there's not the same players. The same fans like love Allen Iverson and Kobe, who basically are the, like the same type of, yeah. like, put up a lot of shots and the ball revolves around them. Like, I don't know. In the basketball world, there's a lot of hypocrites, like uh, fan-wise. Yeah. They're all over the place. But um, I definitely think this team matches up with some of the best in the West. Mm-hmm. I think. So we'll go. We'll go through here. Or do you think they could maybe not force? Well, not yeah. Well, I'll wait for you, Chris. My bad. Go ahead. So, do you like we'll match them up against other? All right. So we'll match them up against the rest of the West. Okay. See if we believe they are a contending team. Do you think that they are contenders, and they could beat in a series the Golden State Warriors? That's basically what you have to do to get to the 
to the championship. I think if the, the NBA really runs hard. through the Warriors, basically. Yeah, obviously. Um, I think there's some variables that have, that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I th- um, go ahead. Nate. I was gonna say I think it all depends. <laughs> so they obviously wouldn't play them in like the first round. They play them in Western Conference Finals as of right now. I think, or maybe, maybe, maybe not. The, I don't know how it works. To be honest, I don't know how the it goes one, two, three, and then four, five, right? So I think they would play in the second round. No, I think they. I think they would meet in the conference finals because four and five, I think, would be on. Two and three play because oh, two and three would play each other, and I want what? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yep. And He's then right. one, yeah, yeah. yeah. They play the. They play them in the. the they the play the five or four. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, it's so, hard because I think they. I think they play very well against them. Like I think they can compete. I'm just worried about. Like how they actually play in the playoffs this, this year because that's yeah, what that's, that's what uh, my variable. That's, that's what I was gonna say. That's the variable that is. Can they continue this success into the playoffs? Like, can mm-hmm. Paul George is Paul George gonna pull another last year where he couldn't score on Joe yeah. Ingles? Mm-hmm. It's just two of seventeen. Yeah. Is Russ gonna have to add, score fifty six points to get a yeah. win? Like, yeah, I'm just. I think they match up well because I think I think Stephen Adams can defend Boogie very very well. Yeah. I think he's yeah. pretty good around the perimeter. I think he's very good in the paint. I think plays well around I the think rim. Russ can just Facts. run. What'd you say? I say he plays well around the rim. Yep, he's <laughs> great at that. Um, I think Russ could just hound Curry. Like Curry might get his, but he's gonna make Curry very tired. He's gonna make Curry. Work I was gonna for make him points. work for hundred percent. And same with Paul George versus KD. KD, like I think their matchups are very good. And obviously Clay is the one standing out as the one not being covered by a great player, which he's probably going to have, like, Ferguson, or yeah, if Robertson ends up coming back, I'm not sure. They might not put, bring him back just because yeah. he's coming back after two, like, bad injuries. And so it's like... But in every single year with the Warriors, Clay doesn't who doesn't show well. up in the playoffs? Yeah, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson. And so it's like... It's pretty much like if you put a body on him, just don't play any help defense, just man Stick up on Clay. Yeah. Give up twos I, for th- instead of threes. Yeah, is basically exactly. The, I think they can compete because the they have pretty good three-point shooting. Like, I think Paul Drew is shooting like 47% from the three or something. Yeah, he's, like he's shooting high, um, mid-40s, I believe. Yeah. Low 40s, um, obviously, 40s. Russ isn't great at it, but Ferguson, good. He's a good Jeremy shooter. Grant, we just said 38%. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think they could potentially do it because the Warriors bench isn't that good, and I could see Thunder's bench actually putting in some work mm-hmm. on them. Exactly. I, I think everyone just – like, I, I've been saying this all throughout <laughs> the year on this podcast – Giving up the year to the Warriors is just a dumb thing to do. Especially this year. Especially with all like the upcoming free agency. Mm-hmm. It's like you like I see, I see the 04 Lakers written all over this. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I just have that feeling. Yeah, I can see like kind of, like the, the like at the end of the year because I personally think that KD is pretty thin skinned Like I think I've said this yeah. before. Like I could see I think in the a playoffs, lot of NBA players have thin skin. Yeah, honestly, no, hundred percent. No, like very true. Like there's a reason. Like Russ gets all butt hurt when MB's yeah. name's even brought yeah. up. So like I'm not gonna. No, like, no, 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 I think it's everybody. But I could see at the end of the year, maybe if he's playing like Katie's playing a playoff game and like they're chanting like you're going to New York next year or something like that. I could see that actually getting in his head yeah, and kind yeah. of bothering him. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. I'm really excited now because I don't. I think we have like. Some we th- I think we have like seven juggernaut teams in the league right now. I think we have a lot of talent in the league that can dethrone the Warriors, and that's mm-hmm. like any given night is I think basketball. Like, Absolutely, you saw the Sixers beat the Warriors by like nine points, like exactly right before he traded for Toby and Bobby. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Warriors have been proven that they could be beaten. Like it's not impossible. It was proven to last year. I mean, yeah. they should come to the Rock. I think the Thunder like. I'll just go down the list. I think the Thunder can definitely compete with the Nuggets. They yeah. might even be better. I think the Thunder can are 
I think the Thunder are just better than the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the they're better than the Rockets. do Ro- not show up in the playoffs no. either. They got no. swept by the Pelicans last yeah. year. I think they're better than the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Just because Harden, the same thing with him in the playoffs sometimes. You put Paul George on him, I feel like, what are they going to do? Chris Paul is going to beat yeah. you? And Chris Paul has looked not very good this year. He's slow. I don't, I, don't, I don't think the Jazz do it again this year against them. I mean, the, the, it's they're a tough team. They're the they're a really tough matchup because they're a grit and grind like mm-hmm. same kind of team. And I mean, like let, look at what happened last year. So I, I could see that being a, a tough. Who would like, they be series. playing right now in the first the round? The Jazz. Okay. I could see that being a tough series, but I I think they edge them out this year. Yeah. I think Paul George is better this year. I think the no team's Kamalo, just better this better year. Kamalo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they're much better than the Spurs. Mm-hmm. I think they're the much Kings better than the Clippers. For a spot right now, right? The, the, Spur- the Spurs? The Kings. Oh, the, the Kings, Kings yeah. The they're they're, they're two know. games out. I thought they were only one. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, they had the same amount of losses, but two less wins. Right? Yeah, they're a game and a half out then. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's cool. I mean, I don't know. I'd be really interested to seeing, uh, like, if the Lakers sneak in at, like, the eight seed. Mm-hmm. Or if they play the Warriors. That'd be mm-hmm. that'd be an interesting series. That's what I'm trying to say, because obviously LeBron versus the Warriors is always a narrative. Mm-hmm. Um but then I'd also be I think that the Trailblazers or I think if the Thunder played the Lakers in the first round like I think that would be I think they would really beat up on them on the Lakers yeah I believe so too just cause like I don't think the Lakers are good and no, I, think I don't the, think they're very good as well the um, Thunder have like a decent amount of playoff experience oh absolutely and so like I it's think r- like we, Russ has never not been in the playoffs yeah and they've made, made the finals Paul George made Eastern Conference finals yeah a couple times um Steven Adams has been there before and deep into the playoff runs. I, I, this whole team, really, other than, like, Noel and, like, Ferguson and the young players, but even Raymond yeah. Felton has been Real fast, deep um, in the series. I think I remember, it was either this year or last year, you were saying that Billy Donovan should be fired. Do you still yeah. think he should be? I don't know. It was coming into this year. I just don't... Because, uh, I mean, you I can't remember deny on that Reddit, he really has done a good job this no, year. No, he has. I think I remember being on, like, Thunder Reddit, and not a lot of people liked him. Either. No, yeah, yeah. Like, I, a lot of people from OKC didn't like him as the coach, and I, I saw a lot of people wanting to fire Billy. I don't know. I mean, he's really he's really turned it around. Made, he made his defensive schemes a lot a lot better this year. He's put an emphasis on getting everyone involved, everyone being able to shoot. And just a fast tempo type of team. Uh, yeah, he's done a good job of uh, yes. developing talent. Obviously, like you've seen mm-hmm. Diallo, who's having a good rookie yeah. year, and uh, Ferguson like, taking a step like, up. Yeah, he's like ridiculous. Jeremy Grant taking a step up. He's seen a lot yeah. of people taking a step and up. So, so it's like I don't know if he made the offense around Paul George, or if maybe that was just a Russ idea. But like obviously, some, he had. I feel like he had something to do with it. Like I think once more. once Russ went down and Paul George went on that little hot streak. I think he kind of saw, like... They're winning this way. Let's, let's like, the offense needs to run a little bit heavier around Paul George than it usually does. And I think he implemented that, and I think he implemented it well. And it works really well because Russ... You, he's driving to the basket. You're going to have three people who are going to try to bite down on that. Oh, yeah, and 100%. If you're leaving Jeremy Grant, who can catch an alley-oop, catch whatever, or leave Paul George on an island by himself, he's going to make a shot for himself. Yeah, absolutely. Like his, his bulk, like... His shot creating ability is better than I ever knew. Like he'll like just put crazy moves on people, just pull. Yeah, his, his handles has been has taken a step up this year as well. He's I been think. very good. Yeah, like it's very fun to watch it. I'm happy he's in the playoff pick, like the MVP picture. Yeah, especially me too. Considering like everything he's going through. Yeah, exactly. But uh, in my opinion, they're contenders. Mm-hmm. I would say they're contenders. Yeah. Depends I agree. On the road because obviously yeah. if they because we see the playoffs right now, it's so close. If he if they end up falling to like. 
potentially an eighth seed. I don't think that'll happen. I think they'll have a hard time in the first round because then it's against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think I would. I think I would give them the advantage against every team except for the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. I, I think the Nuggets are going to give up a hard, nice little fight, but I think they're better than the Nuggets in my yeah. opinion. It's just they, they aren't great at staying healthy, and so I think the, the Thunder have gotten lucky where their team has stayed very healthy yeah. this year. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we still have a lot of basketball to watch, a lot of a lot of things happening here. Mm-hmm. But uh, another great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, make sure you check out our YouTube. We just posted our first video. Our boy Nate, or sorry, me. <laughs> Jesus, can't Our boy Steve. The entire box of the most stuffed Oreos. We're doing pretty well for our first video, but if you haven't seen it, please check it out. We've tweeted it twice. Uh, check like. out the Twitter. Leave a follow. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Don't dislike it because I'll find you. Um, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Again, shout out to Six Side for our opening intro. Really like it. We're really getting down with it, and uh, hopefully, we have some better things to come for you guys. Stay tuned. Thank you guys. We're out. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you guys in the next one.